Hello and welcome to the Gross Profit Podcast. My name is James Kennedy. I'm the CEO at Procurement Express, uh, where we take the hassle out of managing company purchasing. And uh, today I'm very excited to be joined by Patrick McDermott, uh, CEO at Digitali. This is part of a new series where we interview founders or leaders in software companies that help CFOs, because that's what we do. And there's lots of great tools out there uh, to help you take the hassle out of your, your daily job as a CFO or in a finance team. And Patrick, I heard recently on a great podcast called That Business Podcast, you can have some great insights and stories about how he helps. And that's, you very kindly agreed to come along today. So hi, Patrick, how are you keeping? James, hi, great to be here. Thanks for having me on your show. No problem. It suddenly occurred to me with two Irish people on the podcast, we might go full Irish accent at this stage and we'll lose all our American accents. Uh, listeners so we'll have to try and tone it down if both of us keep the irish isms out of it okay yeah yeah so patrick tell us a bit about digitally and um, what is it how did you come about with the idea for the business uh, just give us a high level of picture about yourself great yeah happy to uh, digitally is a software as a service business um, it is what we do is we digitize the inventory control process and the recording of food waste. So when you think of counting inventory, you think of one of two things, either scanning barcodes or writing it down and then putting it into spreadsheets. We digitize the latter. Um, primarily, we work with food businesses, uh, hospitality, contract catering, primarily because food is perishable. And with food, in most cases, doesn't have barcodes. So there needs to be a better solution. So by digitizing a manual process, what we're able to do is to make the information significantly more trustworthy. It means that faster decisions can be taken by CFOs, and then they can see all of their information on one online dashboard without the need to be spending countless hours in formatting and second-guessing spreadsheets. So it gives them much more confidence in the data that's being presented to them. So what would life be like before uh, a customer came to you? What would there be their biggest challenge? Like what, what would, it sounds like they're in the catering industry or maybe a hotel, is that right? Or a restaurant? Like what would happen before they, they came to digital? Yeah, hospitality and catering. So they would typically be multi-site businesses. And what they'd be doing is they would be uh, receiving uh, ongoing reports on profitability, their gross profit margin and on their stock levels. Um, but that would have been generated, obviously, manually by pen and paper, then putting it into an Excel spreadsheet. Then that feeds back up the line from a site manager to an operations manager and then into the head of finance. And what would have happened is that the pricing of the raw ingredients, what would have happened is that that's been controlled in an Excel sheet or it could even be in a procurement system. But if it's in an Excel sheet, each site then would have to be responsible for updating their own version. Each site would then have their own way of recording the items. Uh, as in, I'll give you an example, like with, with a box of bacon, that if people are counting that at ground level in the freezer, they'd be counting it as a 10 kilo case. In a fridge, it would be a five pound pack. In But yet in a service area, they could be recording it in kilos or pounds. So the typical way when someone write down is rashers 10, what is that? What does it mean? And if that's put into the wrong value of each of those or the wrong description, it means the value of your stock is incorrect. It can then damage the uh, the value, your closing stock figure. And as a result, your margin is going to be correct. And then the people at site level, 
and also at operations and at senior uh, financial level, they're then making incorrect decisions because the values are wrong. So unless they have a way of accurately identifying discrepancies, then they'll be making incorrect decisions. So with Digitally, they'd be spotting discrepancies uh, within 20 seconds. So as it doesn't feed back up the line, we're big on compliance. So what we do is if some site isn't filling in the right information, they'll be notified. So it's like you're looking at a dashboard and saying, well, is there a problem? I don't need to go digging. I just want to see, do I have a problem? Is it red or is it green? Uh, and that's what Digitally does. It makes that information very clear and very simple. So as they can say, rather than me looking at 20 or 100 sites, I only need to look at one site or five sites because they're the ones that are in the red. But they can do that very quickly with Digitally. Okay, so it's, it reminds me of that saying, garbage in, garbage out. Like if the data coming into the system isn't good, it's impossible to make good decisions on that. Uh, yeah. And your customers are maybe in a sweaty kitchen somewhere where it's all hell breaks loose. And that's all, by the time it gets to the pristine environments of the CFO's office, you don't know. If you can't trust it, you can't use it. Yeah, so 100%. Because when we started with Digitate, my background is in hospitality, cruise ships, and then uh, in inventory control. I have a, an actual stock-taking business here that works across the island of Ireland where we have 50 people that go around to retail and hospitality premises scanning barcodes and they go and deliver stock valuations. So what we've done with Digitally is we're taking all that experience and then putting it into an online product so as people can then do it themselves. Because part of the because we started off with creating a digital counting bit of software, what people were telling us was, well, hold on, that's great being able to count more accurately, but the real value is in the reporting. And the counting is just a cherry on top because for the first time they have a system to be able to count and report rather than in site A, well, I know that's going to be right because the guy is very diligent. And in site B, there's a guy there who really doesn't care. Uh, he'll just give any type of figure uh, and I don't know if it's right and I can't trust it. So as a result, they're all doing it the same way, but it's, it's consistent. So the information that's then fed back up the line is 100% correct. So for margins, and then the food waste, again, is another uh, big part of it when it comes to sustainability, ESG, that's where we help them also. Well, we're the Gross Profit Podcast. So let's talk about what, what's the worst case scenario before your software goes in? What could go wrong or go, has gone wrong in terms of in, profit impact? Making wrong decisions is, is a big fear of people that if the, if the value of stock is incorrect, uh, thankfully, we've been able to quantify the benefits of what Digitally does and that it, forms, it comes into three different benefits to the customer, which is an increase in margin, a reduction in food waste and a substantial saving in time. So we worked with, uh, with one customer recently and the figures that we presented were quite staggering that um, there was an average margin increase across all sites of over 1.1%. There was a saving in paper of over 80,000 pieces of paper a year, which is, it worked out as something like nine trees that were saved just because they moved to Digitally. And there was a saving of over 25,000 hours. And it's not, yeah. don't get me wrong with the saving of hours, that's not as if that money is now banked, but it means that your teams are significantly more productive. And these were things that were quantifiable, but it wasn't able to take into account the intangible benefits, accuracy, like 
the moving from pen and paper and getting rid of that. It's very hard to quantify that. While we have been able to do it with the hours, there are some things that making the life better of the people on site. Because if it's wrong at the very ground level, it's going to be wrong at the very top level. So by addressing it at the very bottom, it feeds back up the chain and uh, makes things significantly better. Yeah, well, that's the trick. So when you're saving time, we have the same thing in our business. Like, you know, there is this expression, you know, if you free people's time, they can be more strategic with what they're doing or they can add value in other ways. Or maybe it's easier to retain people because, you know, the job isn't as laborious or it's able to eat faster to train people in and all those benefits. And there's a line between, yeah, that makes sense or is that wishful thinking? Because the, the hard cost, like the 1.1% saving there is great to be able to point to. And then there's a grayer line where you have to make a value call on, well, you know, because those those things are are real. The trick is you can't put them in a spreadsheet sometimes accurately. And therefore, you know, it makes you worried about whether you're receiving them or not. But, you know, that's that's what leadership is, I guess, is taking that step to go, listen, I believe, I know that if we do this, it'll free people up. It's going to help. Yeah. The only thing that we have at the moment is is that time is the great equalizer, that we all have the same amount of it. And what tends to be happening with a lot of our customers, because they're so profit margin focused, and that's their number one figure, they live and die by that figure, that staffing is becoming more and more challenging. It's very difficult. I'm just back from, from a trip in the States. And there were lots of businesses in Chicago that were closed because they didn't have enough staff. There were big delays at restaurants for the ones that were open and because it was all down to staffing. So the staff that you do have, you don't want them spending their time on low value tasks like counting stock. That's a no, There's no value in counting the stock. But if it's not done correctly, there's a serious problem. And then that, because that affects your margin. So it's all about getting your margin right that you can trust it. And so sometimes when people are looking at this more closely, you say, well, how are we actually doing it? Are we doing it the same across every site? Because if you can see, well, my day's stock in hand, for example, is uh, seven days in one site and 17 or 27 in another. Is it that the guy with seven is doing it wrong and the guy that's 17 is, is doing it right? Or is it vice versa? This way, you're going to be able to spot it very, very quickly. And you can see trends. You can see what's happening. You can sort the information, again, within seconds. And that's really important because if someone's trigger happy on purchasing, you need to know it. Yeah. If somebody is constantly running out of stock and affecting the customer side of things, you need to know it. So it's all data, but what customers really want is information. And how does the software... But how does it actually work to make sure people are putting in accurate information? What's the difference between using a spreadsheet or what makes it more accurate? Yeah, so let's take a multi-site uh, food businesses business that has, let's say, 1,000 products, 10,000 products across all of their sites. What we do is we take that file, the pricing file, and we put it up to the cloud. It means then that every site is then feeding from that file. Uh, when it comes to inventory time, whether they're counting food, chemicals, glasses, cutlery, linen, beverage, we don't care, it's only data. Um, but they create, well, in this site, in this kitchen, there is a fridge, a freezer, a dry goods store, a storeroom, call it what they want, and then say, well, there's only 10 items out of those 10,000 items that are in this area. So they import in those 10 items or 20 items or 100 items, whatever's in there. They can rearrange it to see the in accordance with the shelves. And then they count it 
very, very quickly. Right. Then you can have one person in the fridge, one person in the dry goods store, one person in the freezer. And it just means that the count is much faster. But it also means for a site manager that they can see, well, is there an area not counted? Is there a counting discrepancy in that area? And when they're finished, they just press one button to sync and then it's immediately visible in the cloud. So it just means that that data is visible online straight away. And to second guess its accuracy, they know within 20 seconds if it's correct or not without having the need to go around the fridges and then count the box of bacon or the amount of cases of croissants. And what, why do you say 20 seconds? What, how do, do they get the validation of what they counted as correct? Because we have a, a system that we created called dynamic headings that they can go in and see what they counted last time, what they counted this time, the quantity difference. So if someone put in 100 cases rather than 100 items, like let's say sausages, that they count 100 cases rather than 100 items, and then thinking, great, my margin's great this week because my closing stock is so much higher, you can say, well, hold on, last time you had three cases of sausages, now you have 100? Seriously? Yeah. That's not going to happen. So you can press on the button and see, well, he counted uh, 0.2 of a case here, 0.7 of a case there, and 98 cases in the freezer. And then he's no, actually, yeah, that should be 9.8 rather than, okay, that's that's okay. I spotted it, no panic, but it's a correction that can be made. Yeah, okay, great. All right, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and uh, maybe you should, I mean, how is the business going? How many, you know, how many customers have you got? And what, what are your plans for your expansion next? Are, are, are there particular geographies you serve or don't serve? Yeah, what, the way that things have gone, we've we've started initially in Ireland to get the product up and running. Uh, we're now making good traction in the UK. And what we find is that our customers that we've had locally uh, are now looking to bring us more globally. Um, so between Ireland, UK and the US is where we see the future of Digitali. Because uh, again, the quicker you grow, uh, the more sites and the, the smaller the world tends to be. So um uh, as I say, the, the, the principles of counting and reporting are the same. The data is the same. The process is the same. So the bigger a business needs to get, they need to get granular and identify and where's the pain within the business. And is that pain costing me money, either through labor, through a loss in margin, or through incorrect data? And so that's how we try to help businesses. All right, Patrick, thank you very much for taking the time to tell us a bit more. Um, how can people get in touch with you? Yeah, through our website, it's uh, digitally.io. Um, or again, happy to supply my details via yourself, James, to anyone that might be interested. Uh, my own email is patrickmcd uh, at godigitally.io. It's very simple. Again, when people have a concern over food inventory, food waste, the recording and reporting of that for ESG purposes, um, we're happy to have a chat. Very good. All right. Well, thanks for taking the time to chat to us today. And uh, yeah, I hope our, I'm sure our listeners uh, find that useful. My pleasure, James. Thank you. And thank you to your listeners. So that wraps it up for another episode of the Gross Profit Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing and leaving us a review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts.